You are listening to The Benchcast with your host, the man whose business is benching, Coach Ben. What's up, everyone? Coach Ben here, and you are listening to The Benchcast, the number one podcast if you want to increase your bench press. And today I have another great one for you guys. This is one you're going to want to listen to. Listen once, listen twice, share with a friend. That is maintaining back tightness. Why is this such an important episode? Well, because when it comes to back tightness, I think what most lifters trouble is, is not necessarily gaining tightness through their back. Yeah, that's part of it. I think most lifters' trouble is in maintaining that back tightness that they develop. They develop some tightness, right? I'm sure you're with me here. You you have a tight back. You go through one rep of your bench, you already start to drift out of position. You go through more reps, you start feeling looser and looser as you go on. All right, it's a common issue. It contributes to elbow flare. It contributes to ending up having a really big mid-range sticking point in which you just kind of conk out. You know, a lot of that has to do with back tightness. Um, being able to keep yourself in a good position, we can actually have tricep strength. You know, as I've talked about, having a mid-range issue isn't always necessarily related to being weak in your triceps. It's just your body being out of position to actually press the bar um, and have your triceps be utilized effectively. And then you know, once you're out of position, it's all on your arms. And, I mean, you can have the strongest triceps in the world, but that's just a lot to overcome. So... Uh, that's a huge part of it. And that, I mean, that's why we're talking about this today is maintaining that back position. And it's going to really come down to uh, some of the things you think about when you're setting up, getting into the best possible position and then really keeping that throughout. So I'm going to talk about three different ways in which we can create better back tightness from the get-go. Um, and then we'll be able to maintain this position better. So um, the first thing when it comes to maintaining a, a tighter back, you know, I'd say this this is a big one in which um, it's kind of an obvious thing for some, kind of not for others, but using leverage when you set up. Now, what I mean by that is using things to your advantage, whether it's the bar, the rack itself, um, to push yourself into a tighter position than you would have gotten into otherwise. You see this real frequently with with shirted benchers, right? Where they'll get into this their bench arch, and they actually, someone actually pushes their body down the bench from their upper back. You actually see someone physically push them into an arch. That's using leverage. You're leveraging that other person. They're packing you into a tight position. All right. What I mean by leverage for for most is simply pushing against the safeties of a bench press unit pushing against the uprights, just helping pack your shoulder blades into a tighter position. And yeah, it does make that big of a difference. Um, You know, when we're talking bench setup and um, arch and all that, I always say it's a game of millimeters. All right, forget the game of inches. We're talking game of millimeters. We're just trying to gain any, any bit of positional advantage we can. All right, and that using leverage is a way to do that. Imagine if we just lay down on the bench, and some of you may do this, you just lay down on the bench, you just kind of pack your shoulders in, you're not really using anything, you're just packing your shoulders in, and you're good to go. 
All right. Well, that's not going to get you into as good a tight position as you would be otherwise using something to your advantage to do that. And most people are using leverage and don't even realize it. Anytime you use the bar to kind of lift your upper back up and then plant into the pad, you're using leverage. Okay, you're using the bar to leverage yourself up in the air, pack into your neck, and then you're good to go. All right, that's still a form of leverage. And you'll see that a lot with shirted lifting too. Where someone kind of takes a chin grip to the bar, lifts their upper body up, packs into their traps, and they're good to go. I mean, there's a lot of different ways to do it. Um, leg drive, that's a point of leverage. You're leveraging against the floor to help pack onto your traps. Okay, so these are the things we want to keep in mind as we're setting up things that will help us get into a tighter bench position or a tighter arch, a cut range of motion off the bench. Now, these are all really important things. So use leverage. That would be number one. All right, use leverage. That's going to help you get into a tighter back position. All right, I kind of already keyed in on this with number two, but your lower body. Your lower body plays a major role in being able to get a tighter back position and maintain a tighter back position. That's why I always cue lifters, coach lifters and athletes to use their legs the entire bench set. Not just when they want to press the bar, but the entire set. From setup on, you need to be pushing back with your legs because... In the setup, what it does for you is help you pack into a tighter position. It keeps your weight put up towards your neck, which is where we want all your weight. I say treat the bench like a scale. When your butt's on the bench, I mean it has to be, right? You have to have your butt on the bench in competition for it to be a legal lift. So we need that contact point. But when it comes to where your weight's dispersed, we don't want any weight dispersed through our hips, so your hips need to be on that scale, but the scale needs to be reading zero. That's a way to think about it. All right, that's a really key concept there. Uh, you need to use your legs to push all your weight towards your, your traps. And really, if we took a look at everything as a scale in general, there's going to be some force going through the floor from your feet because you have to push through the floor um, to make this happen, to leverage. But... We're going to see all the weight dispersed from the feet, creating force into the upper back, absorbing that force um, and staying tight to the pad. So using your legs is a huge thing. We're talking about the bridge process. Um, having your feet up on the pad, that helps prop your hips way up in the air. It helps you leverage onto your neck even more where we want that weight dispersed. Uh, so that's a huge deal, being able to bridge off the bench getting your feet down, maintaining that pushback. And then when it comes to maintaining back tightness, you want to keep constant leg drive. You don't want it to be something which you're trying to time your leg drive, you're trying to get this jolt into the bar. We don't want any of that. Because the biggest thing with leg drive isn't that it's transferring force to the bar. You know, many athletes think that mostly because they're using leg drive to throw their chest into the bar. That's loose. That's not with tension. Okay, that's momentum-based lifting. All right, that's why I stay away from that stuff. Leg drive is really there to create positioning. All right, when that weight's coming down, it wants to collapse your positioning. You know, focus on that next time. Push through the floor. As that weight's coming down, you're going to find it harder and harder to push through the floor. You're going to feel more and more activation on your quads and hips. 
That's because that weight wants to flatten you out. You're going to see that momentum shift into your lower half as that bar is coming down in a good bench press. Or right, so you have to work even harder with your legs as that bar is coming down. All right, so you'll, you'll feel that next time you go through it. So your legs play a huge, huge role in being able to maintain your positioning. If you're timing that leg drive, you're getting loose at some point, and it's usually during the press, right? You get that jolt when you go to press the bar, and then you relax your legs. And you can't do that because your back is going to slowly shift out of position on you. All right, it's just going to slowly pop out of position, and you're going to end up using more and more just your upper body, and you're not going to be able to overcome that weight, especially when you fatigue. So lower body, huge, huge thing. And then I'll go into lastly here, doing the pinch cue. What I mean by the pinch cue is just pretending you're holding something between your shoulder blades. All right, take a pen right now if you have one accessible to you, or just pretend you have a pen between your shoulder blades, and you have to hold that pen there. You know, at, at from the setup on, there is no point in time in which you can relax your upper back, and most athletes will end up getting into trouble because they get into this nice, good initial setup. And then as they start bringing their feet down out of the bridge or they start getting ready to receive that weight, they start to relax their upper back a bit. So they get their upper back really tight for a moment in time. And then they grab onto the bar and they start to get ready. They count out the bar and they don't continually squeeze their shoulders. All right, this is an issue because... If you're not actively always squeezing your back tight, you're going to lose that positioning advantage you gained, that tension advantage you gained. Okay, it's, it's going to go away. And you're going to easily lose tension in your back as you go on through the set. By using that pinch cue, it's just a way to reinforce at no point in time can I relax my upper back. Because if I do, right, that pen would fall out, that coin would fall out, whatever you want to think of. All right, you are holding something physically with your upper back pinched between your shoulder blades, and you cannot let it go. All right, really important thing to think about. It's a great cue. All right, it's a great cue, and it's it's more or less it's getting you to do something that you know, you, you already know what you already know to do, but you're not doing it. You're, you're for that glimpse in time, you're relaxing your upper back too much. You understand? So that's a great cue. Uh, those are three of them that I have for you here today on getting into a tighter back position, maintaining a tighter back position. It comes down to using leverage to help pack that position in, using your lower body to help get into the position, get in the, maintain that position, not trying to time your leg drive, but having a constant leg drive. And then that pinch with the shoulder blade cue. All right, if you always think about having to hold something there in your upper back or it'll fall out, it gets you maintaining that tension with your upper back, which is huge. All right, guys, so uh, I hope this one helps everyone out. If you are enjoying the podcast, hey, if you enjoy our YouTube channel or even our Instagram content, all I ask for you guys, you know, I, I put all other stuff out for free. Um, all I ask is you share with a friend. You know, it, it really makes a huge difference, and I would really greatly appreciate it. Be like, hey, the Benchcast, pretty awesome podcast. Coach Ben goes in on bench press, and you'll learn a thing or two. It'll help your lifting. Share it with a friend. 
Um, that will mean a ton to me. You know, especially if you enjoy our content, YouTube, Instagram for free, and you're wondering how to give back, just have to share it. Just share it with a friend. You know, I would that would mean the world to me. So I appreciate everyone. I'm glad that uh, you're getting a lot out of the podcast, getting a lot out of our videos, and uh, I will talk to you all down the road. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please give it a thumbs up and share. If you want more information on how to transform your bench press, consider checking out the Better Benching Academy on BigBenches.com. This is the ultimate resource for building your bench. Head on over to BigBenches.com to see how you can get started today.